When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Happy Friday. Friday, uh, July 28th. I am still COVID positive. Uh, what I'm reading about it, it's funny when, when you, when you wind up getting COVID and it's, again, it's COVID is kind of yesterday, but I wound up getting COVID and I'm probably the last person that didn't have it that I know. Uh, but I, it finally caught up to me and yeah, the Chinese are after us all. So, uh, whatever you think, whatever you want to know. Um, <clears throat> but reading up on it, I'm now 14 no, almost 11, 12 days um, past my first symptom. Um, I am still testing positive. And when you look at that, the CDC says, hey, after 10 days, you shouldn't be, you know, shedding live virus. It's probably dead virus. But that is 50-50. So nobody really knows. But <clears throat> since I don't really have symptoms other than this, uh, <clears throat> <laughs> You're welcome for all the uh, ASMR folks out there who tune in. Um, let's talk about SPY. Yesterday, we wound up down. Normal pullback. The Dow did not get its record since the 1800s. Uh, it wound up down. Everything wound up down. You know what that means? Today is going to be up. You're going to see a super, super strong morning. Um, one of the questions on Facebook that I want to start out with, Sam asked a, a serious question. If you don't have an algorithm to use, or you just don't know, can't justify paying for one, what's your thought process on setting an, an actual entry point for a particular stock? How do you go about determining the price to what to look for? What's a good entry? I'm assuming <clears throat> it's not set in stone price, more of a range, but I've been struggling with this. Here's my answer to Sam. Uh, you have more free tools today than I did at any point in time when I amassed millions of dollars on, on thousands of dollars invested. Uh, that is my answer to you. Today, there are so many free tools. Number one, Webull. Sign up for Webull. Go to my link tree. Uh, and if you don't have it, it's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. The third link is Webull. Put a couple hundred dollars into Webull. Get their desktop software. It's charting software. If you have Fidelity, use Active Trader Pro. I, I mean, that the, the free tools that you have out there to actually chart stocks, you don't need an algorithm. You don't need to pay for it. The only reason I have the algorithm is to take some emotion out of my trades, to understand where I'm getting in. But the free software, you can track MACD. Find yourself an indicator. You know, RSI, maybe buy things that are under the 50-day. I gave you guys a bunch of free um, uh, 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 scanners on Finviz to use. They do not feel like you have to pay for something. Uh, you absolutely 100% do not. TrendSpider ups your trading game. My suggestion, get your trading game in order before you get to TrendSpider. All TrendSpider does is take you from uh, the, the third, maybe, you know, maybe you're the third batter in the lineup. TrendSpider would take you to the cleanup batter. 
that's all it does. It just makes you that one step better. Um, you know, maybe you're the, the right fielder in Little League. And, and you know, you're, you're, you're shutting your eyes as you go to the, the, the uh, catch the ball. Trend Spider, you can open your eyes when you catch that ball. And maybe you move to first base. <laughs> we all know the right fielder in, in Little League is the worst player on the team. You all know it. Everybody knows it. If your kid's in right field, kudos to him. All he has to do is work a little harder to get a little better. That's all it is. But, uh, yeah, don't feel like you don't have the tools because Finviz is free. Seeking Alpha is free. Savvy Trader is free. Uh, my newsletter is free. Finviz is free. There are so many free tools out there. You shouldn't have this problem and you shouldn't be paralyzed because you don't have an algorithm. That's not the way to think of it. You have to work at this. You have to understand tools. Go over to ZipTrader. Go over to TrendSpider University. Understand some of the, uh, the, the, the tools that you have. TrendSpider University teaches you all about the indicators. Find an indicator. You know, I, I gave a bunch of people my paid um, newsletter. I had how I came up with the, uh, the, the algorithm. And it has videos. Pay for the, the newsletter, you know, if you want. That's seven bucks a month. You can get that, 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 that new portion of newsletters. Just go back and read it. But don't feel like you have to pay for something. Um, that's not, you know, what, what this, this podcast is about is trying to teach you how to find these things and what to look for. Uh, yeah, I give you algorithm and I give you scans and I give you those things. But it's not the necessary tools that you need. Remember, the majority of my fortune was made without any of these tools. I mean, shit, I remember, and I bring this up all the time, I had to walk into a brokerage house in the 80s and 90s and pay $50 in order to buy and sell a, a stock. And all I had was the, the day before Wall Street's journal to look at. That's it. Wasn't like the computers were around. Wasn't, the, the internet was barely even invented. Um, you know, I went around the world in 1993, didn't have email, had to send letters home to my parents, 1993. So, you know, don't feel like you're at a disadvantage because you don't have paid tools. The free tools today are a hundred percent better than any tools we've had in the past. So just don't, you know, the, the glass isn't half empty. It's half full. That's my point and my message back to you. Okay, let's take a look at SPY. We talked about it. It's button hooking here, but you're going to wind up again. We lost the nine-day confirmation. You're going to gain it again as long as we hold through the afternoon. As long as you hold on SPY above 455, you should be fine. Opening right now is at 455.47. So as long as you hold a positive above 455, I think going into next week, we're looking good. Exxon reported this morning. And, and you know, here's the thing. Exxon's going to be down in pre-market, down by 0.59%. I think 104 is a great price for this one. I don't think it's going to 120 at any point in time in the next week. I do think that it probably will hit 120 later this year, but it really depends on a ton of factors. Oil, they, they, they even made mention, oil and nat natural gas prices are down significantly year over year. So Exxon, the only reason that they're down is the comps from year over year. That's it. When you compare last year to this year, 
That's when your stock goes down because you're not growing as much. They produced more oil, but they made less money. So, and it's just the price of oil. So I, I, I'm not getting out of Exxon. I like Exxon. I, I, I think it's, you know, I'll probably sell it in the, if it gets back to the one teens. Just start to trim. I'm up over 100% on this one. Uh, I bought a few years back when it was in the 30s and 40s. So I'm fine sitting there, just holding it, not taking the capital gains, but it's in long-term capital gains, so I'm perfectly happy. Uh, I have a note to take a look at Pinterest because Pinterest is one that I, I think it's similar to Meta. <clears throat> uh, I think they will do very good with ads. Uh, I also think that it's pulled back a lot. Look at that. You just got you out of a 30% gain. If you have TrendSpider, I want you to take a look at this one on the 65-minute because I think before earnings, it's probably a good play on this. Remember, this is a stock that has uh, Elliott Management, a, uh, a management group, monitoring it to optimize cash. In my mind, if they're optimizing cash and they're putting forward, hey, we're going to increase our earnings, then you're going to see this one pop to 30. Their earnings are August 1st, uh, post-market, I believe. Usually they come out, yeah, post-market, August 1st. I do not have this in my portfolio, uh, but I like this one. I like this one going into next week, specifically because we've seen with Google and we've seen Facebook, both of those optimized their ads and did well. Snapchat did not optimize their, 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 their ads and they did shitty. So uh, the Dow, like I said, it was going to be the longest streak, 14 days in a row, it was going to be the longest streak since 1847. So... I, I, I may do a Seeking Alpha chart. I won't do it live here. Uh, what happened at 1 p.m. yesterday? Yeah, A bad bond auction. Bound rates went up. That's what took the market down. There was also a, a Bank of Japan, um, how they got hawkish or something. I don't exactly know, but if you look at the chart yesterday on the hourly, you'll see at 1 p.m. it just dropped off a cliff. That's what happened. Uh, we saw a, a pullback on stocks like Rivian. Uh, you saw it, this one drop down in pre-market. Now it's at 2665. Uh, it's going to open up there. It closed at 2606 yesterday. You could have gotten it in the 25 range. I think that was a great opportunity because I do think that this one coming up on earnings August 8th, um, I, I think they'll probably do well on earnings. They're going to announce record. They've already announced record de deliveries. You're going to have the, August, the July delivery number right before August 8th. Um, probably I think next week, early next week, they probably will do the July. They may wait until August 8th to, to release the, the, the deliveries, but I like Rivian, uh, a pullback on, uh, yesterday XLK, <laughs> the, uh, spider sector for tech. This was a fairly big pullback. It's up 1% at 177. You got down to 175. It was a great pullback to try and get into that one. I, I think it's a little bit extended. Probably wouldn't get into that one, but if you wanted to, yesterday was the pullback. Yesterday's pullback on Shopify, 63.97. It's at 65. I like this one going into earnings next week, August 2nd. I, I really do. I really think that one's a good one. Um, Ford, yesterday, they announced, this is what's crazy. They announced that they're going to lose $2 billion on their EVs. Uh, they also announced that their uh, ICE, internal combustion engine business, is running on all cylinders and going really well. 
And then what happened was they had their conference call. I think they were up like 3% at close to $15 per share. Um, and then they had their conference call and they said, yeah, EVs, we're going to continue to lose money on them. And essentially this thing just crapped out because long-term ICE vehicles are not going to be very good. Um, that they want, Wall Street wants these guys to get into the electrification. They want them to compete with Tesla. They can't compete with Tesla. So I think you're going to see when, when they start uh, employing the uh, NACS, North American Charging Standard, which is the Tesla plug, and these cars are allowed to use the Tesla network inherently without an adapter, you're going to see Ford, and you're going to see GM, and you're going to see Hyundai, and you're going to see all those other cars that have agreed to it, you're going to see them take off. Because now they have a charging network. That's the biggest issue, is no charging network. So Ford beat uh, First Solar, FSLR. I want to talk about this one because we've got Sedge to talk about in end phase. FSLR is up 12% in pre-market to 224. They blew away earnings, $1.89 per share. This was after 40 cents per share. So you can see the growth in this one. Uh, huge, huge earnings beat. Huge guidance forward. First Solar said that. On the opposite, oh, First Solar also announced a new facility that they're building, and then Joe Biden came out and pumped it up even more by saying the Inflation Reduction Act is increasing solar production in America to compete with the Chinese solar production. If you don't know, the majority of solar panels that are produced in the world are produced in China. The Inflation Reduction Act tries to bring that back to American shores. Uh, with some subsidies and things. And so First Solar will start building a plant that will uh, uh, produce uh, American-made solar panels. Enphase earnings, on the other hand. Enphase, and, and I watched a great, uh, or read a, a really good um, article, I think it was on, uh, off of Finviz, Enphase versus Sedge. Um, because both are uh, inverter makers for solar. And Enphase earnings missed revenues that what killed Enphase is the third quarter guidance. Wall Street was looking for $700 million in the third quarter. They said they're going to make between $500 and $600. Uh, this was not well received, to say the least. Uh, they are down at $148. They are down, uh, let's see, let's expand this a little bit. Uh, I'm going to take this. Do, 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 do. We're going to take that out. We're going to take this out. We're going to take, okay. Uh, Enphase is down 11% at 140, 148 pre-market. Uh, this is a stock that has just been beaten down. And it's beaten down. One of the issues is with California regulators, uh, California utilities are saying they can't pay uh, dollar for dollar. Uh, the producer, the, the basically people with solar panels can't sell. Say you pay 15 cents per kilowatt hour. Uh, essentially in California, the law is that you have to, uh, the, the utility has to pay you 15 cents, uh, per kilowatt hour. If you produce solar power and they use it and you feed it back to the grid. Well, that law has changed and now you have to start paying for the, uh, maintenance of the grid as well. So it's much less. So people are less likely to put solar panels on their, uh, on their thing. So Enphase is the main, I think it's like 30% of their business is California. And it's dropped off a cliff. That's why you're seeing this stock come down. 
from $330 in December of last year to $144 now. It's still expensive. And with that, that, that lack of growth, they're not getting the justification of that forward PE of 23. It wants to bring it down. The average target price is 244, and you saw two downgrades. They brought it down to 165 and 171. So that 244 target price is significantly lower today, and it's because their growth is just not good. What does that mean for my investment in Sedge? Sedge comes up. uh, Their earnings are August 1st, and I've said this before. I've said it's a $300 stock. Sedge is more focused on Europe with their inverters. Uh, there's, they're a totally different market. Um, I don't believe that this, in my mind, the justification on amendment phase is, is completely there. The justification on Sedge may not be there. Just understand, I am not an expert on this. Uh, the price to sales, uh, 3.99 if we go with Sedge. If we go to end phase, uh, their price to sales is 8.66. So Sedge, in my mind, got taken down unnecessarily. And I think it's, it's down 4%. But if they do guidance the way that end phase does guidance, this one may have more to fall. I'm going to dollar cost average. I did buy in, I think at the 250s, 260s, somewhere in that neighborhood. It's at 232 at open right now, 232. It's hitting that 200 day. When's the last time it hit the 200 day? October 17th of last year. That was at the absolute lows. I think this one has an opportunity to bounce back. I will dollar cost average it. I like this one. I just think it's getting taken down unnecessarily. So that's my take on Sedge. Upstart. Talked about Upstart with uh, Bradley Ferguson on Savvy Trader. And if you're not following um, Savvy Trader, here, uh, here is my portfolio. It is Savvy Trader, S-A-V-V-Y Trader.com slash daily stock pick. I've got two portfolios. I've got the trading portfolio and I've got the core portfolio. The core portfolio is an equal weighted portfolio that it just has 100 stocks of every stock that I recommend you have in your portfolio. It's up 4.14% over 30 days. Uh, the trading portfolio is up 1.61% over 30 days. Um, if you want a greater portfolio, this guy, stock market nerds, Bradley Freeman, he's got upstart in his uh, portfolio. Uh, right now, it is the number one position. Had a big pullback yesterday, and it's actually getting a, another bump today. It's at 60 bucks. Uh, I think $60 is probably your, uh, your, your buy point here. Uh, and a pivot, their earnings are coming up next week. They're up 3% today. I don't know that I buy it today. Let it kind of just settle down a little bit. Um, but I do like Upstart. The, this is a company that uses AI to make loans. Uh, they don't use FICA scores. They've gotten hurt in the past because of their loan losses with increasing interest rates, uh, less money for consumers to spend. They could get hit again. So understand, this one could be a bad one. Uh, but I do like it. It's risky. Brad likes it. I'm a fan. He's up, you know, 150%, 200% on all his stuff. Um, T-Mobile missed revenues, but beat on earnings per share. Net ads beat as well. It was an okay quarter. Uh, I want to show you TrendSpider. We talked about TrendSpider's blog uh, in the pre- in previous uh, uh, newsletters and stuff. 
But I like this new indicator that they have. Uh, ICT order block indicator by Sonar Lab. It's a new one. You can add it to your chart. So if you have TrendSpider, get this. Try it out. I haven't added it to mine. I like it. But these guys add stuff all the time. Again, this adds to your trading. What's a trading block? Order blocks represent specific areas within price action in which it's believed that large market participants, such as institutional traders, hedge funds, and banks, have previously placed significant buy or sell orders. This is what you can use. I mean, if you want to play in the, the game with the big guys, this is an indicator that TrendSpider offers. I like it. I like it a lot. Add it to your charts. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Next one. Austin from Facebook. Thoughts on FTI as an energy play. Currently holding at an average of 1525. Let's see FTI. Uh, FTI is Techna. I don't even know what these guys do. Currently holding at 15. Great trade. You're making some money here. Uh, their earnings came out. Uh, big candle, 7% yesterday. Uh, big after earnings candle. Um, let's see what they said. FTI. Um, this is an oil and gas equipment. 7.7 .7 billion, super small cap. Um, they are losing $20 million per year. They're not making money. How are you not making money in oil and gas? Let's see, what did they do? Um, engages in oil, gas, projects, technologies, and systems. <coughs> um, two insider sales, March and December. Nothing really to speak of. Um, average target price of 19. Uh, July 14th, resumed Capital One with a $22 price target. Hey, listen. If I'm losing money in oil and gas, yeah, I mean, you can't argue with the stock price. The stock price has gone up, but it's losing money. I mean, I don't know why you're in a losing money stock in oil and gas. Uh, I, I, their, their assumption, again, the assumption is that they're going to make money. Um, their, their forward PE is 17, so it is expensive. The most recent Capital One came out and said it's $22. I mean, take a look at their earnings. I don't know what I'm going to tell you that's any different than what you can read on your own. I don't know this one. Um, nothing jumps out to me as like, oh my God, I've got to get into this. It's run significantly. Um, I would have rather seen you buy at 10 and up here at 17, but I would have rather bought at the beginning of the year at like nine. <laughs> I mean, you know, this time last year at $9, you double your money. Great chart. Still looks like you have some confirmation above the nine day, but the nine day is turning negative. I'd be worried about that MACD cross down and the RSI at 52. I think it's, it's a little bit overbought right here. I'd be a little bit careful of it. But that's just from a chart standpoint, from a, uh, a fundamental standpoint. It's an oil and gas company that's losing money. That, that makes no sense to me. But, you know, you can stay in it if you'd like, Austin. I, I, in my mind, you've made your trade. You've got your money. Be careful. Protect your profits because this one could have a rug pull especially with that 7% um, candle right after earnings. Does, it looks like the earnings were positive, but it didn't pop. So I, I don't know what they said. You'd have to read about what they said. Uh, earnings next week. Let's go over this list. And I'm going to put the list in the newsletter. I'm not going to go over every one, but the first one that I like is SoFi. SoFi next week, they're going to talk about their forward stuff, the repayment of student loans. You're going to hear a lot about um, the, the banking stuff, uh, again, $9.25 is where it's trading right now. 
I think if you get this with an eight handle before the earnings, the earnings are coming up Monday. I think it's Monday before the bell. Um, yeah, it, it, it's going to be a little bit tough to get this one it, with an eight handle, I think. Uh, today, it's up 1.25%. Um, but if you can do that before, I think it's good. Uh, on semi is another one. Semiconductors have been ripping. We talked about Intel finally being positive. Um, don't, you know, Intel's a perfect example. Uh, when they start making money, don't be on the sidelines. It's up 6% today on semi. One that I like is Uber. And Uber is one that uh, if they announce that they are uh, cash flow positive, you can see they lost eight cents per share. If they announce that they are cash flow positive uh, on this quarter, it's easily a $50 stock and you're at 46.77. I think if you can get this with a 45 handle, you're doing really well before earnings. It's coming, their earnings are coming up. Uh, let's see, it's July, August 1st pre-market. So it's Tuesday pre-market. I like that one. Another one that I like is PXD. I mean, come on. Do I have to say it again? They're at 218. They're down 1%. It's because Exxon announced, hey, year over year, it's tough. The comps compared to last year's, it's going to be tough. Do I think that this one comes back down to 200? Maybe. I've been adding it. So I, I, I continue to say anything under 210 on this one, anything under 200, it's a great buy. You can continue to collect your dividend. They're going to announce another dividend. Devon Energy is coming up. Again, same thing. They're down 0.21%. You're seeing this kind of button hook here. Uh, their earnings are coming up on, on uh, Tuesday as well. Is it post-market or pre-market? Post-market. I like this one. I like it a lot. Qualcomm is coming up next week. Uh, QCOM. Uh, this one has just run, and, and it's run a lot. I mean, you're, you're looking back here in May at 105. You're up at 127. Great trade on this one. I mean, you've double topped it out here at 125. So I'd be a little bit careful of this one. I do think from a long-term perspective, if we look at this one, it's still got room to run. It's just hitting the 200-day. So I like that one. Shopify, we talked about, I think if these guys announce some type of earnings, um, positive earnings, I, I think, which I think is very, very likely. I think you're looking at a $70 stock and it's at 65 right now. I think if you get that 64 handle uh, today, which you probably will, um, I, I think you take it and you run with it. I, I've got a big position in this one in the 70s. I haven't been able to dollar cost average it down because I did get in fairly big um, in 2021 and I just haven't gotten out of it. I haven't needed the money. Oxy. Uh, Occidental Petroleum, Simon Property Group. Apple and Amazon are two big ones next week. Those were both on Thursday. Would I get into these prior to earnings? Apple, I don't think so. Apple's going to be tough. I mean, their, their comps last year, you, you, they're going to have to announce something huge. Uh, I think services will be up. I think there's a, there's a focus on their uh, app store charging 30%. Um, I, I, the justifications of this one are tough. So I, I don't know that I'd necessarily be in this. Opposite, Amazon. Amazon, if they announce that their cloud is down, that's going to kill this stock back to about the 120 level, I think. I don't know that you're getting back down here to the 108 level. I don't know that you're going to cover this gap. I would say probably in this neighborhood of 120, uh, 125 is probably where you would come back to. 
I, I just, you know, Amazon's got a cost problem, not a demand problem. So they've got to, they've got to look at that. DraftKings is another one. Sedge, PayPal. PayPal's in my trading portfolio. I'm holding it through earnings. I can't imagine that this one doesn't do well. But here you can see it clearly. This was a gap fill. There's another gap up here at 85. That's the one that I'm holding for. I will add more if this one pulls back to the 60s. If I get another six handle on this one, I will add more. And AMD. AMD's reporting next week. I can't imagine that these guys don't announce some crazy good stuff. I, I bought more at 109. Uh, I think anything with a 110, uh, 110 112, I, I think anything within that range, I think you add to it, and I think you're fine. Again, Intel, positive. Uh, NVIDIA continues to soar. Um, AMD is the number two, two chip player. So let's talk about uh, scans that came up. Meta, M-E-T-A. This one, you know, 311. Got you out here right before earnings with a 21% gain. 311, it got you back in. You're at 315 today. Just buy it. It's a $330 stock, I'm telling you. By the end of the year, it's a $330 stock. You got 5%. Uh, it might even be 380. I mean, if they get threads going, imagine that one. Um, KOLD. I don't know that I'd play in the uh, KOLD short. It's an ultra short uh, natural gas. I don't know that I'd do this one. Uh, the, the cross up here at 62. Uh, I think I'd rather play in boil. I think anything in boil around the, with a five handle. Uh, boil is now trading uh, at 61. I think I'd buy it under 60. I think I'd buy it under 60 and sell it over 60. I think that's the way I would play that one. Uh, S Dow, short Dow. I don't think you short the Dow. I, I think the Dow took a breather yesterday. I think it's going to go, go again. Uh, XLC, Intel, INTC had a cross up. ALGN, Zoom, A ASML, NXPI, and FedEx. Uh, those are the, the cross ups. Again, it's Friday. I don't suggest that you necessarily buy anything. Uh, I suggest you kind of take a little patience. Uh, I am looking at Shopify for next week. I am looking at SoFi for next week. I'm looking at Uber for next week. Uh, and Apple and Amazon, I'm sitting there. Sedge. Sedge, on the other hand, I, I'm looking at maybe adding more Sedge. I just think that that from what I've read, I like Sedge. Um, 235, I can't imagine. You can look at the long-term one of this one. When's the last time you had 200 day? Back here in the October lows of 2022. So. Uh, I like this one. I, I don't think it's a crazy valuation. I like it. So uh, if you have any questions, hit me up on the socials. Again, um, the sponsor mainly is TrendSpider. If you want TrendSpider, get 25% off by clicking that first link in my link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E. -E. Thank you, everybody who tipped me. Uh, it has been a great week. I should be getting more tips, but I don't do this for the money. <coughs> Whether you tip me a dollar, $5, $20, 50 100 um, 250, whatever you want. Um, I'm a bartender, so uh, I make money with the tips uh, and some sponsors like Weeble. If you sign up for Weeble, this third link here gets you to Weeble. And uh, yeah, you get free stocks. Put a couple hundred bucks in there. I'm telling you, uh, I like their app. I like, and like I said, they have a free desktop software. You don't have to pay for TrainSpider if you don't want to. You know, find your own system. That's what this entire podcast is about, is understanding.
that there are no losers in this game. The only losers are the people who don't have a plan. If you have a plan, it's back-tested and it works. Day trade on Savvy Trader. Right here, go to Savvy Trader, S-A-V-V-Y-T-R-A-D-E-R.com. Set up your own portfolio. Day trade it. It's paper trading. You can practice. Do it for free. There's no reason for you to spend money on stuff if you don't want to or if you're not trading with enough money. I've provided you plenty of free tools, including my newsletter, dailystockpick.substack.com. It comes in your email every day. It's simple. All the notes, everything that I go over here, it's all in that newsletter. It's free. If you want paid subscription, I do educational stuff on the weekends with a newsletter. Uh, the feedback has been phenomenal about that. Uh, all positive. Nobody's complained about it. Nobody has uh, unsubscribed, so I guess everybody likes it. Uh, and in fact, it's probably best to subscribe to the newsletter because I am going to be working at the NFL Hall of Fame game next week. So uh, if you have any questions, you can hit me up on email. Uh, again, on the link tree. If you don't have the social programs, right here is the email box. Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Substack, or that's Spotify. That's Apple Podcasts. This is the tip me. That's email and that's Substack. So. Uh, any questions, hit me up. I will talk to you guys maybe next week. I might do something next week, but don't count on it because I may be, uh, I may be too busy working. But okay, have fun. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you later.